It's always better to get along with people than it is to be at odds with them. Very little good ever comes from being at odds with another human being. I mean, this is the reality of it. Can you sometimes find a truce? Can you sometimes, you know, pressure someone to, to get something out of them that you want? I mean, yeah, I mean, that that is something that does happen. But at the end, you don't have both parties happy. You don't have one person walking away going, that worked out well for me and that worked out well for you too. And we're all good. You know, it's better to both be on the same page. And in some cases that can be done. And in others, you just got to kind of call it what it is and realize, you know, you don't mesh well together. The same can be said of relationships with ghosts, spirits, entities, whatever you want to call them. If you can get along, if you can kind of have that understanding of, okay, here's here's what our role, our interaction is to be and how it will best suit both of us to get along in life, uh, it, it makes for a better existence for both parties uh, involved. That's what we hear a lot about in today's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. A listener is trying to please their ghost housemate. It, it feels like a roommate. It really does. With classic rock. And it seems to do some some good. Also, how many of us had a childhood haunting but really don't remember because we repressed those memories? We hear the story of one person who's looking back trying to make sense of their childhood hauntings. Not necessarily that it was a traumatic experience, but it was confusing enough that a lot of the memories were repressed. They're trying to dig back into that. And spirits are drawn to a teenage girl wherever she goes, house to house. Why do the spirits want to use her as her messenger? We're going to talk about all of that in today's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. EPP bonus episode number 290. My name is Tony Bruschi. Stay with us. Was it just a win? I thought I saw it Was it all a dream? frustrating thing, especially when maybe your tastes are the same in some areas, but others just not at all, especially when one tends to sneak up on the other, not necessarily on purpose, but they just don't announce themselves as being in a room. And that can be startling, especially uh, when you don't expect another person to be there. It can be even more startling when that other person is dead and not that you found the person dead, but they're a ghost. They're an entity that still lurks around the house, still shares a lot of the same interests you have, 
70s classic rock, for instance. But they also can startle you because they're there when you least expect them. Sometimes almost kind of creepily lurking around. In our next story, we hear about what seems more like a roommate situation. And unless the definition of ghost was not used in this story, you would assume that this may just be a, a roommate situation. However, it's a very real setup of a person with a roommate who is indeed a spirit. Take a listen. I bought my home about a year ago. And after living here through the seasons and getting used to all the creaks and pops, I can honestly say that it's not me. It's the house. My home is a Cape Cod built in 1945 on the street with similar homes, about a block away from the local high school. I love this house dearly and fought hard for it. I'm a single woman and I've lived in rough situations before, been homeless, rented rooms from friends, and even lived out of my car on occasion. When I finally had the financial stability to look for my own home, this place almost literally fell into my lap. I met a man that had bought the house to fix and resell as it had sat empty for three years, and as soon as I stepped in the front door the first time, I knew my search was over. He showed me around the place, and the only thought that came to my mind was, who is the man, and why is he in my home? Seven months later, I closed on the house and moved a few of my belongings and cat into my dream home. I wasn't even here for a week before the house started making itself known. As with all Cape Cods, there are bedrooms downstairs with a single bathroom, small but cozy living room, small galley kitchen, and small dining room. Upstairs are two rooms and a generous number of knee-wall attics. In the first few nights spent in the home, I always had the feeling that someone was watching me, both upstairs and downstairs. I chalked it up to infrasound coming from the chimney running up the center of the house and went about my life. The house then decided to step it up a notch. I was upstairs in my library putting some books away when I heard smoke on the water start playing like someone had a speaker on low the next room over. I had no radio or anything else to play music on at the time, so I thought that one of the neighbors had good taste in music. But when I stuck my head outside, I heard nothing. I brought my head back in and heard the music again. I searched the house over to find the source of the music. All the attics, closets, basements, and cabinets. All the while, the song sounded like it was coming from the next room over. About ten minutes later, the song finally faded out. Things were okay for about a month. The feeling of being watched never really let up, and I blame my strange noises on the cat. I work the night shift, so I usually get home around 3 in the morning, and sometimes later. I was lying in bed in early November, and heard what sounded like a TV playing a sitcom at 4 a.m. Once again, it sounded like it was just the next room over. I don't even own a TV, as I get all my entertainment from my computer or cell phone. I searched the house, but only heard the sound in my bedroom. Once again... I went outside and determined it wasn't a neighbor that had their TV on loud. I went back to bed to the sound of a distant laugh track and some mumbled conversations. This happened off and on for the next few days, but after working 12-hour shifts at the plant 
If things were getting broken, then I could cope. I met a few of my neighbors that had lived here for decades and introduced myself. When they asked where I live, I'd gesture proudly to my home and get a hushed, Oh, in response. I haven't found any news stories on the house, and so far, no one is talking. The activity faded around springtime. One day, I bought a small speaker for my cell phone and played music on it when cleaning the house. Five years from David Bowie came up on my playlist, and the entire mood of the house changed for the better. Everything was so happy. The sun through the windows seemed brighter, and the feeling of being watched went away entirely for a time. As the next fall and winter came on, the feeling of being watched returned with a vengeance. I'd get home at my usual three or four in the morning, and it never seemed like I could have enough lights on. The house was just dark. Empty rooms were like black holes, and my now two cats never went upstairs or to other rooms of the house without me. Even when I went to feed the cats in the kitchen, they would sometimes stop and turn to look at the living room and occasionally puff up. I sighed and said, I don't have time for this guy, and pet them until they calmed down and ate their food. I'd lay in bed and see a dark shadow in the hall. I never quite felt comfortable in my bedroom. One night after getting home from work, I went to use the bathroom. From the toilet with the door open, you can see past the hallway and through the door frame of the living room. I saw a light flicker in the living room, and when I turned to look at it fully, there was a glowing white ribbon of smoke drifting from the dining room to the center of the living room, which then vanished. I finished my business and went to investigate and found nothing but a pair of puffed-up cats that relaxed once they were fed. I eventually moved my bedroom upstairs, and while the creepy, watching feeling is still there, I'm much happier upstairs next to my librarian books. That was until I started to see the same dark shadow standing in the doorway up there and peeking over the edge of the stairwell. It's always very dark up there, even with a street light outside the window and a full moon. One night, I was lying in bed after another spontaneous 12-hour shift and saw the night lights that I had placed around start to fade, and the watched feeling intensified. Fed up, I kicked the covers off and shouted, either pay rent or go to the light. That wraps up the preview portion of this week's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online, EPP standing for Extra Podcast Person. If you'd like to be one of those extra podcast persons and get the rest of this episode and access to all 290 bonus episodes of this program, sign up. Go to ghostpodcast.com to become an EPP or through patreon.com slash real ghost stories. You get access, like I said, to all 290 bonus episodes, a brand new one every single week. You get access to our audio book, which is on sale on Audible in every place for about 15 bucks. You get that included. You get our uh, ebook, which is an Amazon bestseller. That too, about 15 bucks, $30 value right there. Five bucks to be an EPP. Five bucks a month to get access to 290 bonus episodes, those extras, and our regular program, the regular episodes that we release during the week. You get them weeks, if not months, before the release to the public and commercial free as well. So a lot of extras there. Only five bucks. That's what our supports our programming keeps us on the air. So if you like the show, you want it to keep going and you want all the extras, I highly encourage you to please support it. Go to ghostpodcast.com and sign up or through patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Until next time for real ghost stories online. I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for listening. 
Worried about keeping up with your fave friends all summer? Or posting every perfectly pink sunset you see? Don't sweat the connect. You can have it made in the shade with four lines of unlimited data for $100 a month. Scroll the staycation pics, find your new go-to takeout spot, or catch some rays on video chat. Whatever you and the crew are into, all the data makes it all that much better. Smile. You're on Cricket. Cricket Core acquired on four lines. Data speed limited to three megabits per second. Cricket may slow data speeds when the network is busy. Additional fees, usage, and restrictions apply.
We expect a lot from our homes. They're more than a place to hang your hat. They're where you try your hand at gardening and new recipes. Rest and recharge. Work and play. And that's why at HomeAdvisor, we're committed to keeping your home up and running. Whether you need to repair an overloaded appliance or you're looking to create a backyard retreat worthy of a summer staycation, use the HomeAdvisor app day or night and we'll find a local pro to get the job done right. Whatever you need, we'll do everything to fix your everything. Download the HomeAdvisor app today to get started.